New programming languages are born every day, like for example Go or Kotlin or Rust, and new flavors of the same language are born every day too. Like if we take JavaScript for example, we have FlowType and also TypeScript that do the same thing but in slightly different ways. Even frameworks come up with major version updates and breaking changes every couple of months. And I'm not even talking about constantly evolving and upcoming standards, APIs, toolchains, techniques and technologies. So there is a lot going on and thinking of all these can make you really frustrated. Frustrated that you cannot keep up with things and frustrated that you might be lagging behind. And this frustration, in turn, forces you to try to invent ways to learn things faster. And you know what, that's completely bullshit and it's utterly wrong. Because trying to learn things faster will only result in even more frustration on your side. And this is kind of a vicious cycle that continues over and over again. Let me elaborate a bit. Your brain or your mind has a certain bandwidth, so to speak. You need some processing time to make ideas or concepts to sink in. So you cannot speed up your learning. You need to give your brain the time it deserves. And there is no magic that can instantly inject everything you need into your brain. We are not in matrix, you know. So what happens if you try to learn fast? Well, if you try to learn fast, what you do will be what I'd call a half-baked learning. So you'll think that you learn it, but you won't be actually learning too much. So what you should do instead, if you ask me? Well, firstly, you should hold your horses, slow down a bit. You don't have to learn that new cool API right away right now. And even if you need to learn that API, or that new language, or that new toolchain, you don't have to learn all of it right here, right now. And contrary to popular belief, binge-watching a hundred programming-related videos will not put that knowledge into your brain either. As I said, your mind has a limited throughput. When you exhaust it, you'll do more harm to it than good. So to repeat, slow down, because you'll need time to ingest what you learn, time to test your knowledge, time to relate and time to correlate your newly acquired knowledge to what you already know, time to research further, and more importantly, you need time to do hands-on practice. You need to put what you learned into practice to make it stick. So I think you know my first tip. Slow down, take it easy, take as much time as you need to master a specific topic, and then and only then go to the next topic. That will feel kind of counterintuitive when there is all these many things to learn and keep up with, but trust me, slowing down and focusing one thing at a time works wonders. If you try to learn everything in parallel, you will learn nothing actually. Your brain is not designed for doing things in parallel. Don't believe me? Well then, let's do this little experiment in your spare time for me and send me the outcome. And this is a really simple experiment. You will need 10 non-technical books and some time and nothing else. So put those 10 books side by side and start reading from the first one. But what you are going to do is switch every 30 seconds. So you also need a timer. So when the timer ticks 30 seconds, 
You stop reading the first book and switch to the second one. Read the second book for 30 seconds. And after that 30 seconds, stop it and switch to the third one and so on and so forth. And also while doing it, you need to record and remember where you left off. Because after the 10th book, you will continue with the first book. So do this reading experiment for one hour. And note down how many pages you have come along so far. And for the second part of the experiment, you will do the same thing. But now we'll increase the interval. So instead of 30 seconds, we'll read one book for 6 minutes, then switch to the next one and read it for 6 more minutes, and so on, until we finish all the books. So probably you know the outcome already, but if you do it by yourself to verify, you'll see that in the latter case, when you spend more time per book for reading, you will have read more content in total, and also when you search your memory, you will realize that you remember and you understand much more when you focus one thing at a time. So don't multitask. Don't send a tweet to your best buddy while you are watching the video. Or don't reply to your emails while listening to the video. When you are watching the lesson, your entire focus and your entire attention and your entire intention should be the lesson, nothing else. So aside from maintaining focus, another tip that I can give you is to learn inductively. What I mean is first learn the basics, the building blocks, before diving into more complex concepts. If you want some concrete examples, learn Ruby before learning Sinatra as a framework, or learn Node.js before learning Express or learn JavaScript before learning React, for example. That might sound like a no-brainer, but more often than not, you'd be tempted to take the shortcut because of time pressure or because of your hesitation, you name it. You might want to see something tangible first. You might want to see the limits and the possibilities that are available to you before learning the basics. And you know what? That's also a totally cool approach, and as long as you don't forget the digging deeper part of this equation, you'll do just fine. So if you want to learn JavaScript, but in the same time you want to experiment with a full-blown web framework to see how a production application looks like, or if you want to use a starter kit to get yourself up and running as fast as you can, well, go crazy, do it. But don't forget that you have a later responsibility to go back and dig deeper and learn the foundations that you skipped that time. What I mean is don't be a half-baked learner. Learn everything. Because knowing something half-baked is much worse than not knowing it at all. Also, as human beings, from the time we were born until now, we continue to learn by observing and imitating things around us. So what I mean by that, if you want to learn how to write code, you should first read code. You should read a lot of code actually. I mean, you don't have to understand everything about the code, but still you need to read a lot of it to get some feeling of it. And luckily you have GitHub at your fingertips and there are countless number of open source projects to dive into and read the source of. Reading what others have written will teach you a lot. If nothing, you will learn how to write idiomatic code. And it's open source, you know. 
It's out in the open for you to go read and play with it. So go for it. And along with reading the code, if you can also contribute to the open source projects, that's even better because contributing to the open source teaches you a lot, trust me. It improves you as a human, it improves you as a developer, and you learn a lot. So do contribute to the open source if you haven't already done so. As I mentioned before, to learn a new language you need to practice a lot. And practice can mean different things to different people. You might want to build a lot of programs or a lot of projects from scratch. or. You might want to find an open source project, tear it down into pieces, then analyze each piece, and then try to rewrite those pieces one by one to come up with your own solution. And both of the approaches are good. And the thing is, you don't have to be creative to do something like that. Your outcome doesn't have to be unique. You just have to create something and that's it. Reinventing the wheel is totally a fair game. So if you have questions about what kind of project to start, just look around, there are infinitely many options. For starters, build a Wikipedia clone, or try to build a to-do list application, try to create a blog, try to build a YouTube clone. At first, those tasks might feel like daunting because it's a big project. But when you define them, and you split the task into small digestible pieces, then you'll know what to focus. You'll know what to learn to build that particular part of that big project. And what you create doesn't have to be perfect. Because learning, designing, and also creative thinking actually, they all require incremental and iterative processes. So you first create something, you then revisit and revise it to make it better and you do this cycle over and over again until you are satisfied with your outcome. Or there can be times that you can't wipe it out and start with a totally clean blank slate from afresh and that's also a fair game. But in the end of the day, building things will make you a better learner. Building things will make you a better creator. Building things will make you a better developer. Also, I have mentioned this before in other lessons, but don't give up. You'll see that you will slowly and gradually get better and better. And this is so much of a slow process that when you try to observe it, you will feel like you are not moving an inch. But if you give the time that you deserve, you'll see that you are more closer to achieving your goal than you think you are. And I talked about it in another lesson as well, but to repeat myself again, if you are stuck, ask for help. There are lots of resources and there are lots of people, groups, developer communities to help you get where you want to go without asking anything in return. And let me do a confession to you. I have been studying JavaScript for more than 15 years, I guess, and I'm still discovering new things. In short, there is no end to learning. I mean, there is no concept of beating the learning curve. You don't beat the learning curve ever. Per contra, you constantly learn new things, and that's the fun of it, actually. We'll never learn everything about anything, and that's totally okay, because 
if learning is what keeps us tick, and if learning is what keeps us alive and keeps us motivated, learning is all we need. And there is and there will be always more to learn, and that is awesome. Don't get paralyzed by the sheer amount of stuff that you feel like you are supposed to learn. I mean, don't go into that paralysis by analysis zone. Just pick something, learn it, pick the next thing, learn it and move on. You'll realize that sooner than later you have learned enough to be dangerous in whatever field that you are trying to be productive at. And that's all I can share about how to learn a new programming language, I guess. And I dived a little into philosophy and psychology of learning. So I hope it was different and I think it was fruitful. And I hope you find it useful. So that said, this is the end of this lesson. And see you in the next lesson.